Welcome everybody to another episode, episode 33 of Talk with Jordan High Tech on the Low. Irad, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. That's so amazing. happy to be here. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Friend. Of course, of course. I always like, I love that energy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here, first of all. And, you know, we are very glad to have you on Talk with Jordan, High Tech on the Low, um, which is sponsored by Front Team with uh, 12 communities, six verticals, and 3,000 members in the Israeli high tech community, all looking to network and talk to you. And, you know, today what we really want to do is to network with you. So that's what we want to do. We want to understand more about, you know, who is the man behind Circles and how is the process getting there. But first and foremost, we got to know what you are and what you did and, and what your whole business is. So let's introduce you, Irad. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what Circles is. Amazing. So thank you uh, for letting me do that. So I'll start in the Israeli way, which is kind of like I'm 46. I have four children. Uh, I'm married. I of live course. In, I, you have to get that. You have to lay that out. Exactly. Like and my children, I'm like think when I'm kind of interviewing to podcast, I always think that my children will hear it down the road. So I want to mention them. So they will kind of like like, uh, like you still, basically. Sorry. So they'll still like you. Down exactly. The line. <laughs> exactly. They will kind of like, uh, yeah, I have morbidities thinking like thoughts like, uh, you know, after my death, they will be listening to it because before that, nobody wants to listen to you. But after you, de- you die, that's the time when For they sure. listen to you. So I'm saying, yeah, right. I'm so like, hey, I love you. <laughs> Remember girl. that. Very I good. love you. <laughs> okay. And I live in a kibbutz, which is a, it's a, it's a, actually a big group, a kibbutz, okay. which is, which means that I actually practice what I preach, and we'll get down to circles and how I much I, say. yeah, I, I strongly like believe circle, right? exactly, and I strongly believe in in a kibbutz. But uh, just before building circles, I built a few businesses that. Uh, all of them uh, solved a social problem. The, uh, the biggest or the second biggest, because Circles will be the biggest, is the organization called Shekulotov uh, in Hebrew, which is basically solving the problem of uh, inclusion of people with disabilities. Very so um, today it's the biggest organization in Israel. We provide services to more than 7,000 people, placing more than 1,500 uh, people with disabilities a year in the job market, which is literally three times more than the state of Connecticut, for example. Wow. Um, yeah, got an award from the UN, got an award from the World Economic Forum. And uh, yeah, that's kind of my, my previous, like my background. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, it's more of an operational uh, organization. So, and it's growing super fast operational wise. So it's like 10 to 15% a year, which is great for this kind wow. of organization. That's huge. That's, that's a huge, huge growth. It is. And it's like $40 million in revenue and growing every year. And you're still in charge of the company or? No, I'm, I'm, I was the founder, CEO, chairman, and now I'm kind of. Now you're out. Now you're, doing, now, now you're doing circles. Now I'm doing circles and okay. it's like 200% super, uh, super focused on circles. Okay. The thing is about circles is, is as opposed to uh, uh, Circulotov, the other organization, Circle is a, te- a technology, is a startup. So for someone that wants to change the world, you can't grow just by 10, 15% a year. You want to grow super fast. Of like uh, so, And that's where technology kind of leads us. And that's the reason, or one of the reasons that I kind of got into uh, more of a startup technology uh, um, company. So basically, uh, you're saying like at first, you were basically just kind of helping place people. And it was like that type of company. And now you're moving into the tech world. You were like, I need to now make my mark with more of a true impact with some technological innovation that's going to solve some major social problem. Exactly. And the reason why is because, for example, like we, we, we really have like a super innovative model in, in, in Chukulotov, in okay. the organization. Super innovative. It's, solving, it's really solving the inclusion of people with disabilities. We like took down the time that it takes for a person with disabilities to, to, uh, to find a job from seven years to 1.3. 
from seven wow. years to one year and three months, like super fast. Like we really kind of cracked it. And uh, we have an amazing team. They did, they're doing an amazing job. And we went to France and we went to Germany, went with the government, went to Spain. Like, and you, you, then you realize that it's so regulated and everything is kind of so uh, connected and, and, and complicated that it's super hard to scale and it's super hard to implement. And I have the key. I know how to solve the problems that they are dealing with. Right. But since it's not technology related, it's much more harder. So and let's then, talk about the technology now. Yeah. Let's, let's so go, so let's when you go that. to cir- and then when you go to circles, like I'm sitting here with you and just a few hours ago, five five women from the states that lost their son uh-huh. were on the, our platform wow. and felt relief and kind of like and I'm I'm kind of like the team from Israel bringing relief to thousands of Americans just as we speak and we're growing super fast and that's and that's, that's kind amazing. of like the so. That's yeah. That's the that's the advantage of technology, right? That's well, kind of like, um, yeah. So, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, so, you get the you get the remote level of support, and you're there, and you're giving like the aid back, and you're creating this process. I mean, it's amazing. It's kind of like in many ways what you did in your other organization, creating that process, but now actually just creating an actual good or service that is usable in a much more unified and standard way, if you will. Exactly, and you know. super easy to implement, and that's the, that's the key. So just kind of like uh, what we're doing at Circles, we're solving the, the challenge of loneliness of people that are dealing with any kind of emotional challenge. For example, um, people that are going through grief, people that uh, lo- lost their loved one, uh, people that are going through divorce, all kind of chronic disease, cancer, um, you know, and even young moms, even uh, single moms, like, all are like, even me, uh, I'm like, I'm a, I mentioned, I already mentioned my children, I will mention them again. So I have a, I have a, <laughs> you guys uh, can't uh, be uh, mad uh, later uh, down uh, the line, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I have a 17 years old uh, daughter, okay. and she has a boyfriend. Okay. That's really challenging. Bit of a problem, for, I understand. Exactly. <laughs> Say no more. Like, for a father, it's, but I would love to talk to a circle of, of fathers that are dealing with kind of the same challenge because they're the only one that will get me. Like, you got what I'm, I'm talking about, but if I, when I said it to my wife, she didn't really get got the depth of what I'm saying. Like for it, sure. And for a man, you get it, right? And I don't even understand it maybe as much as, say, the person who actually has a 17-year-old daughter with a boyfriend. I just understand it from the whole, you know, popular notion of I get it. But, yeah, of course, creating that, like, circle, that network to be able to kind of go back and say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. How do you guys deal with it? Let me let me find solutions too to deal with my anxiety, emotions, whatever it is uh, surrounding it. Of course. Um, now I wanted to ask you, how is it that you came up with this idea? Because you know I think that it's very interesting that you moved from the world of disability, which is you know you're basically helping someone get a job. I mean, first of all, incredible. Second of all, disability, big hot you know thing right now. But three, you're you're really helping people progress their lives. But in this way, you're still helping people progress their lives, but it's a different, it's a whole different thing. You're not just helping a, a disabled community. You know, you're helping me maybe because I broke up with my girlfriend and I need to, you know, uh, talk it out. Or you're helping someone else who, as you just said, you know, they lost their son and they need to talk it out. How'd you come up with that? It's such a, it's a very stark difference than uh, helping the disability community. So that's spot on. You're right. So as opposed to the the chocolate of the other organization, we I don't have a founder story here. I have a solid founder story because, you know, because I, I actually experienced what I'm, I'm talking about. So uh, I lost my mother to cancer seven years ago, and she was sick for s- seven years. And like in the in the last month, I spent so much time with her and kind of like really spending time with my mother. But and. One day she told me, you know, even though you're spending a lot of time with me, I still feel lonely. Like I still feel that 
you don't really get what I'm going through. You're not about to die. You're not afraid of what will happen with your children. Like I'm, I'm, and you, you don't suffer from those pains that I'm wow. suffering for. And it was really frustrating for That's me. That's very hard. Yeah, it's really, it was fa- painful. And then two days after, I overheard her speaking with a friend of hers that uh, had cancer as well. And she wasn't even a good friend. She was just a friend, but she had cancer. Okay. Uh, and my mother was vivid and alive and happy and kind of like, uh, um, yeah, she was kind of all around. And I was frustrated by the, con- the differences between the two conversations. Like, I'm her loving son and I can't help her. And then this woman, a friend, she really kind of made my mother happy. So I was wow. frustrated. And then, ju- ju- kind of side note for a minute, going back to my uh, 17 years old daughter, right. her boyfriend. So the woman that I told you about that my mother spoke with, sure. it's her, his grandmother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, Either it's his Israel's to- totally small or I, I have no it's, idea. Though. Wow. It's like, when I, <laughs> I mean, found wow. out about it, it blew my mind. I like That's immediately big. called her and I told her, listen, her name is Galila. I told her, Galila, you are like a, a person in my like you're, you're a person in my life. I'm telling all about you every day, like a few, a few times because wow. you're so significant. And she even, didn't even knew that her conversation with my mother was so significant for my mother. She just um, knew that it was a, that she had the conversation. Exactly, basically. exactly. And we, we we closed the loop after they be, like they became friends so after the circle. Exactly. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh, but uh, but so, so so basically, you're creating this conversation with your with your mom and 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 then kind of like after I lost her uh, uh, and I, 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 I witnessed that or I saw that my griefing like my grief is different than my my father. He lost a, a, a spouse, a partner. I lost a mother, mm. and I saw I, I saw that most of the chatting were with my siblings because they as well lost a lost a mother. And I realized, and I was looking, and I said, like, there is no way that is in such a connected world, there isn't a go-to place for people that are dealing with any kind of emotional emotional challenge. Sure. Specifically, like I was almost forty. I was kind of like I, I was. Uh, um, you know, I had I was a father. I lost my mother. I was looking for people that lost, like they were parents, lost their mother. I couldn't find any place. Like there were Facebook groups, but they weren't that specific, and they weren't kind of like intimate. There was like and there's no personal hundreds, touch there. Exactly, hundreds of people. Yeah, for sure. And like and I can write something, but I don't know who will answer. It wasn't structure, and I was looking for a place, and there wasn't one. And then I realized, like that that, you know, it's not just my problem. Like people are dealing with like. You know, shit happens in life. Like things happen. Like you, you know, you have issues with your girlfriend or with your spouse. You kind of look, things happen, and we we go into emotional uh, distress and challenge uh, a lot of uh, a lot of, like many times in our life. For sure. And there and the th- when you talk with people that are dealing with the same life challenge, it brings relief. Uh, and that's kind of like that was the moment for circle. And then I kind of like zoomed out and I look at the space of mental health and kind of like an emotional support and I realize that it's really broken like it's unbelievably broken and the reason why is because when you think of like when we talk about emotional support and mental health you immediately most of the people think of therapy right like sure. that's that's ex- like what's the solution for mental health let's go to therapy one-on-one right and it's, but so it's stigmatized like, too you don't want to go it's hard you give yourself a million excuses as to why you don't want to go right you know so i mean yeah for sure i mean it's a different type of society you know thing entirely right you know it's it, and, and the thing is that it kind of blocks uh, I, I would say that it blocks the sun because there is light like you can if you move therapy which is great therapy for certain things but Thinking that you can solve mental health 
challenges and emotional challenges in the world with just with therapy. It's like thinking you can solve world hunger just with high-end restaurants. Right. It just it doesn't fit. It's like it doesn't make sense. It's way it's not it's not accessible. There's a lot of stigma in it. It's like it doesn't make you feel normal. And that's the thing about groups. Like it group. It's I, I think that group at the end of the day more people will go will be part of circles than than people that go through one-on-one -on -one therapy definitely that it's like it makes so much sense because we of course you have community being built nowadays it's like the the key thing of every marketing strategy ever so of course it's going to work now you know in the whole decentralized role we're having now i want to kind of ask you a little bit more specifically because you mentioned that you you know you created these circles right which is this operation thing which you're clearly a great operations guy like you you get it down you get processes but what's the tech part now that you created that is making circles a technological and not just a physical solution? That's that's a spot on question. And the thing about the thing about circles and when you think of groups, it's the matching system. So when you go when you go into a group, like think of when someone joining, a, like I always tell my team, like if you would have joined this company and everybody were seventy in their seventies, sure, you would you would live immediately because you don't fit, right? Even though everybody was kind of super nice, but it, it's like. When you, go, when you join a group, you want to have the best process of joining a group, the, be, the best experience. And the group, forming the group, it's, it's super challenging because Very. you want to match the right people with the right, uh, with the right life event, right. with the right, uh, uh, I would say, right profile and that's what we are doing and we you even profile. have to be very sensitive about it too because you're talking about people who are in very hard times in their lives as you said you know you lost your mom someone's going through a divorce someone's going through something else who knows what it is right so it's like you have to make sure that you're you're giving them value and even more because they really need to feel it exactly and i'll give you one example so i when, when i kind of did the discovery uh, uh on kind of on, on, on circles and kind of was wondering what i want if i want to pursue this mission so I interview one of uh, uh, I, I interview a woman that participated in uh, the Ministry of uh, Defense in Israel. We sure. have this kind of uh, uh, um, support groups for people that lost their loved ones or they're um, in battle. And she she's her brother was killed in battle. Okay. And she was 41, and she had three children, and she went to a group of of uh, sisters that lost their uh, brothers uh, in the army. Okay. In general. Okay. And. With her, there was this woman, she was 21, also lost her brother, but in a car accident, and he didn't even, and she didn't have children. And the woman that I, I spoke with, she told me, like, she was, she was a sister, she lost her brother, but I had nothing to do with her because her grief was so different than mine because right. my, my brother was lost in battle. And there's even, there's like nuance here, there's like a hierarchy of that, but that's another. Another Let's topic, and we can. Let's get uh, that for the next episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can talk. About, but at the end of the day, the experience of this woman wasn't kind of like that. She belonged to a group, and if you think of a group, and that's if you, we can. That's kind of like zooming in. We are focusing on the sense of belonging. We want to make I people that. feel that they belong to a group, and we have even a special KPI for it. We call it uh, GBS, Group Belonging Score. Okay. It's kind of like an, it's NPS. NPS, it's a it's a, it's a net promoter score. Okay. It's a, most of it's like a standard of um, standard of kind of asking people how how likely would you recommend this app for other people I, i'm sure you got like you, you answer this yeah, this no, for sure right yeah, you yeah, like yeah, this or not basically exactly yeah. and and for us we're asking how uh, connected do you feel to your group between wow. 1 to 10 and if you think of this question like when i'm asking like how connected do you feel to this group it kind of like 
it's overall, it, it, in overall, it gives you it, the, the sense of belonging, answer what the value that we want to bring to people. We want them to feel that they belong, they can talk to other people, they feel connected to other people, they feel that they can support other people, and that's kind of like the, the, the sense of, uh, of, that's the value that we want to bring to people, in essence, in circles. Um, that's a very so that's, unique value, to be honest. I also think it's something that we don't talk about enough, right? Because often you can feel like, you know, going back to what I said about community, right? You know, I hear it all the time as a marketer, you know, community building, community engagement, community, community. But there's a certain level where it's like community is only as strong as you feel that you belong, right? Exactly. And so, like, if you're not actually belonging in it, you're not actually part of it, right? And you can see it even as communities that are strong wane, right? Because people feel less belonging or they feel less engagement with it, right? So it's, I think you're like spot on. Now, what I'm interested to hear is kind of how the whole process worked in terms of, you know, you said this is very much like your startup, right? You're in startup world. It's not like um, building an organization like you did for the disability community, right? So in so many words, how was the initial response from investors when, they, when you were coming to them with this idea of circles and you know this kind of social problem that you're solving because you know i feel like in many ways you have people would probably be like like belonging before like what is this guy even talking about like you know we want the next cyber solution like what is he talking about you know what i mean or, or something like that right um or he's not creating like you know an ai therapist like what what is he doing so how was that kind of initial reaction to you what did people say maybe it was better than i think but you know how was it <laughs> um First of all, it was a personal journey for me. Like okay. it, it was, I had to adjust as well. Like the the to company, the, exa- the company had to adjust, but I uh, had to adjust as well. I came from a different world, different rules, different kind of like it. It, it was a different game. Um, but I think for me, uh, uh, the most uh, important. Like, I'll go back. Like the, the most important thing for me was to solve the problem. Right. I, I looked at this problem and I said, like, I want to solve the problem. In a large scale, I want to get to Suzanne at New Zealand and Marie in uh, Mississippi. Right. And, and then I looked at vehicles, like what kind of like the best vehicle business wise would be the best kind of way to scale. And okay. then I realized venture capital path would be the most uh, uh, fast way and the most effective way sure. to scale and to grow and to kind of. And then I went and learned the rules. And the first thing I did was uh, a walk with the person with with a friend called uh, Lior Berger. I didn't know him before, but okay. now he's a friend. Uh, he's a venture capitalist. He's, uh, he's been a partner at Gemini. And okay. what he's doing Very now nice. in life is, is actually b- helping founders to build their companies. So I think the first thing I did was seek for help, like realizing that I don't know. Well, that was know, smart, and that was I very humble of you too, to be honest. A lot of founders would never do that, at least at those stages, right? So kudos. Yeah, thank you. And I think, it, it, I think just connecting it to the now to circles, I re- it was intuitive to, to kind of, I, I, like, I, I realized that I can't push it forward unless I will get help. I get someone to, to, to help me to understand the rules, even though there's a lot of kind of like, you know, now there's a lot of content out there, and there's a, but the connect, like human connection, it's, the, it's the, like really connecting it's people and, and exactly, and choosing a person that will walk the walk with you that's super important, and I think it's kind of like I'm saying it's like choosing choose your doctor. Like when you when you have all kind of like men, the medical challenges, you can go to one doctor, and they will tell you go to the right, and then the other one go to the left. So you need to choose your doctor. So the same thing while building a company, everybody will know how, what to do and how to do. So you need to choose your own whatever, like rabbi, advisor, mentor, exactly, yeah, the rabbi uh, of your exactly. of your company. Yeah, there you ex- go. That's exactly. Perfect. You need someone <laughs> that will, well, as opposed to you know consulting with a lot of. 
And I think I've been fortunate, just for forwarding, I've been fortunate enough to have an amazing inv investors like Gigi Levy uh, uh, and Ronald Cohen and Jeff Schwartz, uh, that they are amazing and they're like, they are super, super, super helpful to me personally and to the company sure. by their advices and their experience and kind of, and, and that's, that's an amazing, but, but that's kind of like, Moving fast forward, so that's the first thing I I, I was looking for help. That's the no, that, first that's thing very that important. I, I would say, you know, but in this in the end, that help only is only as good as the investors see you guys as like a valuable solution. So, like for example, how did you know Gigi Levy respond when you first came up to him? You know, how did these people kind of respond to you when you first came to the door and said, "Hey, I have an idea. We're going to create belonging scores, and there's going to be circles <laughs> for people, and they're going to talk to each other, and we're going to match them perfectly." Like, what did they say to you? You know. So I think before coming to speaking with them or to other people, the first thing that I did was kind of like, since I choose this vehicle, the business vehicle, I did a lot of homework. Like, I really did homework and met with a lot of people. Not with. It took me a while to reach out to Gigi. It uh -huh. took me a while to reach out to leading investors. I was fortunate enough to, to have Ronald Cohen, like I, 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 uh, he came to visit me at Chocolatov and we, I, I knew him and he even, even a little bit pushed me to, to, to start, to, 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 make, to make circles a, a startup and kind of like a, a For sure. but the thing is that I kind of, but I, when I came, when I first came, for example, to Ronald Cohen, I wasn't ready. He told me like, come, come when you're ready. And when I came, I felt that I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready because I wasn't sharp enough. And I think that's kind of like the, the second thing, like seek for help. The second thing, you need to be, to be sharp and you, and you need to be humble and respectful for the people that you are meeting. Because first of all, respectful to, for the, the first thing is respectful for the time. Like if, you are, if, you, if you're meeting them, come super prepared and be super sharp because our people's tendency is not, it's kind of like to, to have personal discounts, like uh, I know it's free translation from Hebrew, but kind of like do, do, do this, like uh, uh, be, be more, um, I would say. Um, like think you're better off than you are basically. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, exactly. Like compromise on, on, on a sure. kind of like doing the homework. Yeah, we all that. think we're better than we are, you know. We exactly. all think we know everything until you actually show up in the room and then you find out you know nothing and then you're embarrassed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think... And then you need a circle to help you through that, you know. <laughs> and you need, you need to be sharp not on the, on the domain that you want to build your startup on. I'm, my guess is that, like, I was sharp enough there. I really understood groups. I live in the groups. I was, you know, in, in, when in I was, I was in the kibbutz, yeah. in the scouts. I, I was, like, totally spot on there. But the, the thing is that you need to be super sharp on the business that you're building and the business uh, uh, metrics and, the, and the, even the business lingo, right? Sure, of course. Uh, and you need to be super sharp on that, and you need to be respectful in terms of, like, the... to, to Kind of learn and do the research right. So that's the second thing I think really helped me. And 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 it, when I say help me, I mean that I crushed a few times, but I, but I didn't I didn't mean the miss the lesson. And did so you I crash? Crushed. Was it because you were crashing because of your own preparation, or because these investors didn't understand what you were doing, or what was it exactly? One hundred percent my own preparation. Interesting. And the way the way like the way I look at it now and the way like for example I did this round and I will do the next round is I will I will call it waves of uh, preparation so the first wave is to prepare with fellows founders right, right founders like course. I'm like presenting getting questions but and, and kind of like solving all the questions then I move to investors that will never invest in the company because they 
it's not their domain or because it's not or their they don't kind like of, it or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So that would be the second tier. And sure. then the third tier would be relevant investors, but the ones that are not that I don't want. The one that, and then at the end I will go to the first tier investors that I really want. And uh, when I get there, I'll be super prepared. So that's kind of like the nice. the, the way I looked at it and it's uh it's very good, like tier level of like steps of how to get to the right, you know, the right goal. It's actually something that I think would be very good for most people to under understand. There are certain levels of investors. You don't want everyone to just invest in your company. Um, that's that's a very good way in how you stratified it. That's yeah, and that's that's kind of an, again another topic. Like, who do you want your investors to be? But it's it's like you at the beginning, like each everyone, I think. You need you need people to believe in your idea, right? To believe in you, to believe sure. in your idea, and you're like, just you know, I want to meet anyone that will give me money because it's a it's kind of like a uh, an act of confidence, right, a dream but come true kind of a situation, right? Ex exactly. But I think it, it's 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 really easy from the position that I'm in right now. It's easy to say it, but uh, you need to be picky. You need to be picky because of two things. First of all, once it's partners, like it's partnership you choose who will be who your partner will be for sure and that's that's super important because it will influence every day or every uh, the performance of a company and your and the for success sure. of the company the VC sits right here on you you know sits on your shoulder overlooks everything you're doing might move people in might move people out has all of this control I and, think and, you and, need and, and also the positive on the positive for example i was fortunate enough for example to work with gigi the that is super smart guy but he also has so much experience in b2c so he saved us so much time and like it's amazing like you sit with him and he foresee what's coming like and he it, and, and it, it really helps me focus and like there's so many things that we change in the company things that we kind of focus things that we've done and even things that we didn't listen to him and then afterwards realized that he was right like uh it, it's super helpful like wow. you want to have people that kind of could like their domain expertise and they they bring a lot of value to the to the company. Another example is Jeff Schwartz. He was the owner of the, and CEO of Timberland. Okay. Super smart uh, person, and 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 he's he's an expert in marketing. Like he's a genius in marketing. And and an hour of his time can influence the company's strategy for a year. Like he is super smart. He like see right to the point. So we are fortunate have enough to have you know uh, uh, the relationship with him uh, as an investor and that's kind awesome. of like uh, enjoy. So I think that's kind of like on the positive side of investors because at the end of the day, all investors want your your company to succeed, right? They, they invested because they believe in you and they believe in the company. But you want to understand what kind of like the added value that they can bring to the company, both in in the relationship between you and them, but also business wise. No, for oh. sure. You know, it's funny. It sounds like probably I was like bashing on investors, but no, obviously you need to in a sense. And I think you really nailed it right there, where you say you need to have the right partner, right? Because you need to have someone who not only understands your business, but as you said, wants to be a part of it, and then also knows how to lead you in the right directions. Because in the end, yeah, maybe you'll have that you know VC horror story where they do something totally destructive and they hurt the the company. But in the end, we're all trying to you know make business, make a product, get people happy, and in the end, make money. So in the end, they have to be that partner. So exactly. I think you're entirely right. Irad, listen, this is a great conversation, and I love it. I wish we could go even longer. Um, I want to say thank you so much for joining the podcast and for being here today. It was really you know, an amazing thing. I think you're 
on a very interesting journey. I'm very interested about it. You should even know that I'm uh, starting a master's in behavioral economics. Mm, so your whole uh, <laughs> your whole thing is very interesting to me. But anyways, I wanted to say thank you so much for joining, and uh, I'd love to have you again. So uh, we'll be in touch for sure. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. It went so fast. Uh, thank you. <laughs> for sure. For sure.